My name is Matt Brown. What do you do for a living? And let's start the show. All I know is, mama only got a taste of honey, but she wanted the whole beehive. What's going on, everybody? The world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Friday, a feel-good Friday, January 26, 2024. We got another edition of the Tweet Cap here on the Productive Conversations podcast, and we're about to have a lot of laughs, and we're about to review what's going on in this crazy world, and we are here to let you know what is trending. But before we get into that, and before we have a great, incredible, productive conversation, I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding the show across all social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, X and Twitter at Prod Combo Pod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations and Facebook at Productive Conversations. And this episode has been brought to you by our friends at Magic Mind. Don't forget, you can get 56% off your first subscription by going to Jan by going to magicmind.com slash Jan Productive Conversations and use promo code Productive20. That is magicmind.com slash Jan Productive Conversations and use discount code Productive20 to get an additional 20% off. Get 75% off your entire order. And use this incredible product that will boost your energy, boost your concentration, and get you ready for this crazy world we have out there. Big fans of Magic Mind, thank you for what you do. So today's productive conversation is another tweet cap, and we have a lot to talk about, and I'm telling you, a lot to talk about. First, we have Taylor Swift and the AI photos. We're going to talk about that. Jon Stewart coming back to The Daily Show. The Oscar snubs, especially Barbie. That's a big talking point. We'll talk about Trump versus Stephen A. We'll go into a little conspiracy talk. And we'll also discuss some big, deep questions about life. We're bringing that back. And what's special about this particular show is that Real Car is coming back. We are so happy she will be joining us on the tweet cap moving forward and she'll be a, a great new addition to the team we are so happy to have real Kara join our show on a regular basis now so very exciting times with this podcast and we'll keep growing this brand and we're going to have a great first tweet cap with Kara today ryan and jose are here as always as well and yeah why don't we just hop into it right here right now Ryan, Jose, Cara, let's do this. Let us talk about the crazy things that have happened in this fun world we live in. All right, here we go. New tweet cap starts right now. This is a very productive conversation. All right, another week in the books. The final tweet cap for January 2024 already. And let us... Make fun of what's going on in this world. We have Jose and Ryan, and now join us for the first time with Real Cara again. Great to have you back on the show, Cara. Having fun being here. Got no one else to talk to today other than dog walkers, so. <laughs> Excellent. It's my well, daily socialization. <laughs> hopefully we rate higher than the dog walkers. That's my hope. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely, and um, hopefully we are able to, you know, as we mentioned, Carl lives in Canada, so we will make fun of what's going on in America for most of the time. But um, you can see what's going on in this crazy country. 
especially in an election year. And I mean, we, we keep pretty up to or keep track of it. Anyways, yeah. And I mean, most of the time online, people just assume that you're American if you uh, like don't have any kind of British accent. So (laughs) seriously, well, why don't we get into it? So one story off the bat that is trending and I will admit we'll do some trigger warnings here. It is a bit. um, Gross, but we talked about AI, right? And how AI has is especially after last year, has really shown its presence in this entire world. And one of the things AI is known for is creating all these realistic photos. So amongst that, there is this Twitter account that made, amongst right now, we have the NFL playoffs, right? You all know about Taylor Swift, our girl Taylor Swift. She's dating Travis Kelsey, tight end of the Chiefs. Chiefs have a big win on Sunday against Buffalo. And this is one thing I will say that's pretty unfair to Taylor. She's just trying to support her boyfriend in his art and you know amongst us you know with the price of being the most famous person in the world you get a lot of attention and you got a lot of people doing very bad things with that attention so despite Kansas City win winning there is this Twitter account who made these very obscure um made these obscure pictures of Taylor Swift. She's pretty much dressed nude and only in red gear and, you know, be a, what's the word I look for? Ryan, you, you, this is why I need you. What's a good word for this? What's a good word for the AI? I mean, it oh, was... these, these pictures, I don't want to say the wrong word. Provocative. Yeah, exactly. Provocative. Provocative. Jose yeah. Jose's coming into the clutch for that. <laughs> so ultimately this Twitter account did get deactivated they have hashtag protect Taylor Swift. And I think the real story here is not about Taylor specifically, and but it is out there that she's allegedly trying to sue and she might start this revolution of people being held accountable for these AI photos. And But it's just knowing that AI can really cause this. Now, if somebody actually saw these photos, I think it's clear it's fake, but it's still you know, offensive to her, her family. Um, obviously her boyfriend, it's, it's too much. And, you know, I don't like the chiefs right now, but nobody should be degraded over a stupid football game. And that's what this guy did, but isn't it nuts what AI can really do now? And now attacking the most famous singer in the world, it's, um, getting pretty real out here. And this is exactly what we talk about the dangers of AI. Yeah, I mean, I'll start off. This is almost like two things. Like the the part one, you just, like you said it right. AI can be used in so many different ways. It could totally be used in a good way too. By the way, we've used AI to be helpful in daily lives and in more complex tasks. But as with literally any technology that's ever come out, if you can do something awesome and maybe even helpful with it, you can also do something kind of mean spirited uh and not so helpful with it and so that's obviously what we're seeing here but uh as matt knows i'm in a bad mood about a lot of this kind of stuff today and so i want to put the ai to the side for a second because here's the thing with ai that we don't talk about the ai didn't decide you know the ai are not buffalo bills fans They didn't decide they didn't like Taylor or they wanted to make these things without Taylor's permission and to put them out there and to, you know, it's people. These are all people. The AI is a tool. It's like a shovel 
for yeah. digging a hole or a pit for the Buffalo fans. Cause we know it was Buffalo fans who did this by the way, cause they were screaming obscenities at Travis Kelsey on Sunday. It, it, it's people who did this and it's gross. If your mind goes there, like I know how to demean this person. You're gross. And again, part, part of the problem with this is not, it's not even just like, cause the pictures were whatever, but like, this is clearly not something Taylor Swift wanted. This was clearly yeah. done without her permission. This was clearly the intent was clear. It was too demean. Like the content itself isn't necessarily even demeaning. If it wasn't Taylor Swift, it would just be, you know, AI making risque photos. But it was it was Taylor Swift. That was very clearly the point was to make it Taylor Swift and was meant to make her uncomfortable. Someone had the idea. I'm going to make this person I don't like uncomfortable by creating this. And I, to me. That is just if your mind goes there over football, over anything, really what's wrong with you? And we've had today specifically so many of these what's wrong with you moments with with people and this sort of thing. And I just can't I can't even fathom. I saw the pictures, by the way, before they got removed. I just can't even fathom who was like, I have a good idea. And that's what they came up with. Like. Who are you? Yeah. Genuinely, who are you? Where that's where your head went. I mean, I almost look at it like, uh, like, like you said, like AI can be useful for a lot of shit. Um, but uh, art theft is uh, pretty bad as well. But in like in regards to this, it's almost like in a way similar vibes wise to revenge porn in that, right. mm-hmm. Like pornography shouldn't be like illegal or anything, but there are laws in place for revenge porn because it's unconsensual. Right. Like it's exactly. just it's and I feel like even before AI blew up, like there's always been like celeb dupes like stuff like uh, on porn sites where if you if you yeah. have the hots for a celeb, you can find something. But it's just that AI is so accessible and widespread now that this kind of stuff is going to just keep getting bigger and bigger. And then I, I think it really just comes down to like if you see it, it should be reportable. It should be easy to take it down without uh like a big hubbub about it. Like it is good that the account got deactivated at least. I don't know how fast did that happen after the initial post. Yeah, I actually uh, used to follow. Quickly. I will admit, well, this guy was just a Twitter troll. I follow the guy because yeah. he used to have like clearly went too far, but he had this he had content that was pretty funny, but obviously this isn't. Mm-hmm. And I saw it right away. Didn't really make much of it till I thought about it, like, man. This looks pretty bad. Like he also, I think, created the photo of Andy Reid kissing um, Taylor Swift, the head coach mm-hmm. of the Chiefs. And again, like, what else? What, what else are you doing with oh, your I time? I saw that one. And yeah, I, all joking aside, with great power comes great responsibility. And he was just trying to find a way to keep staying relevant. And he clearly went too far. And it goes back to this entire season. I saw a stat, and I'm sorry, this is a little bit more about football. I saw a stat this playoff season. You want to know how long Taylor Swift's been on screen? A no, little no. over a oh, minute. No, sorry, I, do, I don't know. A little over a minute. It's been so, it's like, I didn't know nothing about football, but it's been so exaggerated the amount of times that she's been Correct. shown. I assume that number would be way higher. No, it's, it was, Especially it's like, I did, I did too. The jokes they were was it, the Oscars or something? The jokes that they were making? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's insane the number of people, like the visceral reaction, these men, and it's all men, 100%. I will stake my 
my professional uh, integrity right now that not a single woman who's a Chiefs fan has had a single complaint about Taylor Swift at this game. All these men in sports and Chiefs nation and the other teams actually just even more so than the Chiefs. Uh, this is this is where it leads when you have the the locker room talk live on ESPN live on Fox Sports live on all these places live on X when when the locker room talk is the main talk this is where it leads to um I do worry though Cara like it should be easy to report this and I'm glad that the account got taken down but unlike actual like con- revenge content it isn't Taylor Swift and yeah. I do worry. Oh wait, was this like? Um, it's like that. Yeah, like so that like, people will interpret it as her. Is that what you mean? Well, it was meant to be interpreted as. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was clearly her in the picture, but it wasn't a picture of her. Yeah, yeah. If that makes sense, it was an AI creation of her. Oh yeah, yeah. And so the question then becomes: Can is it is it you know does it fall under that same category because it's not a picture of Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift didn't was and never posed for those was never a compromising yeah. picture taken. I, I think was, just for both created. it's just I think for both I just mean it's like the lack of consent involved. Oh no, like regard, yeah, yeah, regardless of if it is her or not, yeah, yeah. I think about, like, the, the same should thing. be I think the same should be applied for both is that if there's no so consent too. like you right. should be like screwed for it. I hope so too, and I think it'll fix a lot of problems. Like you said, stealing art stealing like books and stuff ai like if we establish consent as part of ai then we fix a lot of problems i just worry that we won't but yeah this was horrible horrible way to start my day or my week or whatever i uh just horrible horrible stuff yeah people do something better i'm go outside like you know feed the homeless listen yeah feed the homeless I do sports as the other half of this show all the time. I'd like to think I'm as passionate as I can with my teams, but I really, as I get older, I don't think it really isn't that serious. I do think it's the ultimate distraction and it's beautiful when your team wins, but you can't get so upset at a team that you go at them personally. You just can't. And, Trust me, the Chiefs are frustrated right now, but and I hope I still hope they lose on Sunday. So do I. But again, don't come at a player's personal wife. Don't come at their not their wife, their but their girlfriend ones. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Don't come at their loved ones. Their care, the people do, they care about. Do, do we know he's a Buffalo fan? No, that's me getting people upset with me. I, I think it was just section. a Twitter troll, but maybe oh, yeah, he's a Bills yeah. fan. I, 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 I doubt he's a Bills fan, but he's definitely not a Chiefs fan. I'll I mean, he might have even that. just he might have even just thought it was funny, but regardless of the intent behind it, it's right. just like it it could be extremely uncomfortable for her, right? Exactly. 100%. Hopefully- and I would like to think you're right that it was just a bad joke. I just I've seen the discourse in football this year around so it seems Taylor like Swift, more than that. And I, yeah. I would be hard pressed to mm. assume, you know, they, they, no one in the football sphere has done in my mind, anything to make me give them the benefit of a doubt that this was a bad joke on like a troll account and not that this person has genuine malice toward, you know, someone who just really likes football now, yeah. <laughs> you know, the whole deal, but yeah, listen, it's too bad, but, we do. We will move on. But I do have another football story, but it's a little later and funny. And it's a, um, but for now, I want to get into somebody named John Stewart, who was once the former Daily Ho, the full time Daily Show host. And guess what? 
It was announced earlier this week that Jon Stewart will return to The Daily Show as its executive producer and host on Monday nights beginning on February 12th through the 2024 election cycle, Paramount announced on Wednesday. So Jon Stewart is back only on Mondays, only through the 2024 election. But what do we think about that? I've heard mixed reviews. I've heard people, they're genuinely happy he's back. Then they hear he's only back for one day a week, and then they're mad. But then I hear people who think they should, he should just, you know, let another up-and-comer try to use that opportunity to grow themselves. What do you guys think? I know, Ryan, you had some choice words on it. If you want to open the floor with this, tell us about um, John Stewart's I, I was negative the Daily Show. I was negative at the beginning of the last one, so I want everyone else to go first, and then I could be the well, you're negative. You're, you're negative on this one, too? I, I am, but Jose, I want you to go first. Well, to be honest with you, Daily, I haven't watched the Daily Show since he left. I thought he was great, so... He was awesome. I'll, I take Mondays. I rather take Monday than no days. To be honest with you, they obviously have have some problems finding a host for it. So definitely, yeah. you don't see how there's a negative. If if everything goes well, you might be the permanent host. It might. What else is he? He got nothing else to do right now. He ain't been doing nothing since his his Apple show did fail. He made <laughs> yeah, some yeah. okay movies, not bad movies. Okay movies. The one he directed with Steve Carell was very good. My yeah. opinion. My opinion. I thought it was okay, but I respect your opinion. <laughs> um Okay, I'll jump in. I I did watch post Stewart. I mean, I really liked I, I'll be honest, as like a teenager, I got most of my news from John Stewart and Stephen mm-hmm. Colbert. Like most of what I understood about the world came from I mean, your parents, right? Your parents say whatever they say, and you hear that and agree or disagree, but you internalize it either way. And then John Stewart and Stephen Colbert. Those are like how I learned about current events. So I'd have no problem with John Stewart, but I watched Trevor Noah. I liked Trevor Noah. They had a whole cast of people who I thought were really good. Two in particular jump out to me. And so when they announced that he was coming back, I was like, that's crazy that they couldn't get any of those other people to take the show. And then I found out he was only coming back for one day. And I'm like, so in addition to not having a host for the rest of the time. So it's just to me, I was like, why is why are we doing? I know why we're doing this. It'll improve ratings during the election cycle. I, I understand why they're doing it, but like let one of the like find a permanent host and let them do it. And if they don't do well, then they don't do well. It is kind of weird all this time they haven't found a permanent host yet. Yeah, I was going to say, when's the last time they've had a permanent host? When did Trevor Noah retire? A year ago? Last year. year year. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I read somewhere that uh, in like the last year of Trevor Noah hosting, he had like 70% the viewership or yeah, less or 70% less viewership than uh, John Stewart, I think it was. I did oh, see yeah. that too. He, he, he definitely he did had not do well. In, but yeah, he left in September 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you could tell towards the end he was checking out. I would also like he had COVID to deal with, and TV is so different now than it was when Stewart was at like the top. Like, yeah, no, there's no show that's appointment viewing. Like, no one watches. To me, not not to me, I think factually, no one watches TV like that. Like, sit down at the TV. Now, like, you have your streaming, so you like a certain genre. Like, you know, like, we last talked, we talked about the shows we like. Like, you could just watch the stuff you like. You don't have to even be exposed to things that you have never heard of, whereas before you did. 
just by flipping through channels. So I, I don't know if you can like <clears throat> one for one compare Stuart and Noah. I mean, Trevor Noah did win awards for the show, which is not a great indicator, but it's something, it, you know, it shows that the show yeah. was critically well received if nothing else. But I mean, some of the guests were really good. Um, Matt, I'm going to forget which one it was, uh, but I'm going to say it was Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. He was awesome. He would have been a great host, a New York guy, which part of Stewart's charm at the time was like, he was the quintessential New Yorker doing a New York based show. Uh, They did lose that with Trevor Noah for sure. But, Jesus uh, mm-hmm. is absolutely a New Yorker, 100% through and through. So you bring that back. Klepper would have been great. Roy Wood Jr. could have been good. Yeah, so, he seems to I be the know. favorite I've seen the most people. Why don't you just give it to him? Yeah, to me, it's just there's really no reason for Jon Stewart other than they just wanted the old guy back for the big, important job. And I'm always against the old guy coming in to take the big, important job. I think you try. He's Jay Leno wing it. Yeah, you you try your luck. You pick the next generation and you say, all right, next generation, we got a big election in America. You've got to cover this thing like Jon Stewart did for however many years successfully. Um, Yeah, he left right before the 16 election, which was. I do like Jon Stewart as a producer being around, offering his advice, you know, helping, you know, maybe stopping in the writer's room every now and again to see how it's going. Like, I don't hate Jon Stewart being involved in a show that he basically made like one of the most popular shows on Comedy Central history. You just want to see someone else given a shot. Right. When there's people that are capable. Yeah. You got young talent. You should let the young talent have a go. With Stewart did it. He retired. He did his deal. You know what I mean? Like, good for him. He he, he won. He won being working. (laughs) Do you think it would be too much, especially for this year and with the whole election, for one new person to come in and handle that? Especially with the whole Biden Trump thing, it could be. I, I won't. I won't sit here. The only thing I would say to that, there's there've been people who have taken over shows before. Yeah, but in the midst of this, in the midst of this whole big thing, this is going to be like this is going to be a shit show. Let's be real. With the whole Biden thing and whole Trump coming back, and this is going to be the most craziest one. Out of all the elections we had to deal with, this is so not going to be the norm. Maybe that's Laurie specifically checks, why they uh, are only doing him for the or using him for the election season. Then just to Correct. ensure they have yeah. like the best like coverage that they can have, and then maybe I don't know, maybe they'll put somebody new on. But okay, I mean, so Stewart was only on a couple years before, uh, before two thousand and one, which was a pretty important year in American history, um, and he he handled it all right. Um, I mean, you're right, Jose, maybe. I mean, that's definitely the thought process behind one time a week, only mm-hmm. through the election. They're going to cover the election with Jon Stewart because they're going to get a lot of eyeballs. They know we can do it. I, I do get why they're doing it. I just I really do think some of the guests they had, some of the talent they had could do it. Like I said, they didn't call. Uh, <clears throat> who is it? Clayburn? Who who did it before Stewart? They didn't call him um, in September two thousand and one. Um, Craig Kilborn. Kilborn, which is one of the most fascinating late night yeah. stories ever. He was the original host of the Daily Show and the Late Late Show and Sports Center, and he just said, uh, "Screw this! I'm not. Any, <laughs> I'm not. I'm just, I think he just got his millions and left the public eye." Yeah, <laughs> like, right. yeah. They, didn't, they didn't call him uh, in September of two thousand and one, so I don't know why we're calling in backup. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. No, they didn't call uh, Stewart. Wow. The guy that Stewart replaced, they didn't bring him in to help wow. John Stewart wow. cover. <laughs> so I'm saying, why was John in the last guy? Everybody, everybody, you trust John Stewart, all the crap he's been doing. Especially well, for all like, the, the 9 show, 11 though, people. But the day well, well, yeah. recently. Recently, but before he didn't obviously he didn't do that well, before yeah. it happened. Well, he, the only reason, the only way you knew him it was because of Big Daddy. He made an appearance on the damn Big right. Daddy. Well, movie. and he had the John Stewart Big show, Daddy. which was bad. <laughs> like he had the John Stewart oh, show. Yeah. Oh, Big Daddy, the bad. Sandler movie. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's not Big like Daddy. he's well known. You know, he wasn't Walter Cronkite. They, they, it's not right. like he was super trusted. But, I mean. I guess it the, until the Daily question. Show happened. Until the Daily Show happened, it, it didn't get as popular until John Stewart got on. Oh, sure, but again, it was a gamble. He was a young right, comedian right. who did nothing, and they gave it to John Stewart, and they said, "This and is yours, did it right. sink or swim." And he he did it, and I feel like they could do that again. And yeah, this makes that harder because now whoever comes on Tuesday is going to be compared to like yeah. nostalgia, right? Everyone's going to be like, oh, I remember John Stewart. John's on Monday. I'm going to watch Monday. So whoever's on Tuesday doesn't get the same love because yeah, John's on I mean, Monday. I guess how they, they would handle it with the transition of everything going through. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I mean, we'll never know, but yeah. We're going to have why a John, very good tweet that, cap that night. Isn't that why he's the executive producer? I mean, he should be able to manage this. Hopefully. John Stewart. <laughs> Semi-retired. He might be playing golf or something on Tuesday. We were definitely going to have fighting with Congress. <laughs> it isn't. He doesn't strike me as a big golf person. Nah. All right. I want to. Our next story. Right. This involves a TikToker who gets a million views on this one post. And first things first, I want to make clear. I don't want to rom- romanticize or give extra publicity to this guy because. This is a little strange, but if it's true, it's also strange. So I, I want to make a warning on that one. I think he deleted his account. <laughs> Kosh Bunny? I just went to click on the link you sent me, and his <laughs> account doesn't exist anymore. Okay. This is... <laughs> Then this, if this is the case, let me see my Let me see if I can pull that. You oh, might wait, be no, right. no, it showed up. It showed up now. I don't know why it didn't the first couple times. Okay, it said so- uh, account not found. Well, this is an interesting one. Then there's this guy on TikTok at I'm Kaj Bunny, right? Kaj yep. Bunny has a tw- TikTok, and the TikTok has oh. him saying, "I cheated and fumbled a pop star." <laughs> then you scroll next to it, and it's him and Billie Eilish. <laughs> and scrolling through these photos again, I, I want to make clear: I don't know this is a case. He said there's going to be a story. He hasn't posted a story yet, so this is weird. Again, I don't want. We also don't want a Taylor Swift situation. Sure. Um, but the thing here is, if, if I don't again, if this is true or not, right? It's he's still getting millions of views on his TikTok, getting two hundred and forty-six thousand likes, and this is just this is just strange. This is just strange, and like. My the thing I want to talk about with TikTok is can pieces are and are people really that easily fooled if this isn't real or not? Basically, first thing I guess they should ask: Do you actually think he quote unquote fumbled Billie Eilish? Didn't work out, or is this? And this is didn't, he wants to just you know make himself more famous that way. Then she just came out gay or lesbian. I mean, lesbian or bi. 
She literally just came. Yeah, out I think she's. I think she's bi. I'm not. I, I yeah. don't think she's lesbian. I don't know. I think That's she, the thing. She, she literally just came out bi. I, so I don't know how long ago he fumbled it. If she's been testing the waters for the last couple of months. I'll That's say this: thing. if this is not true, this is like the most. True. E- I, I agree, it's not true. But this is po- probably the most easily refuted thing ever. Because Billie Eilish could just say no, <laughs> and then it's over. So I don't. I think this is just a dude clout chasing. Because um, the video doesn't even say Billie Eilish, right? That's like just an image. All it says is I fumbled a pop star. Right. So like he never makes a claim either. If could have story... even just like had a picture taken with her. Right, exactly. <laughs> I feel like if the story comes, like if he does a full story explaining what happened, then well, I guess we'll have to look at it then. Mm-hmm. And see, uh, by the way, like if this is doing the numbers that it's doing, then he actually has a story with anything like in it. It'll probably go crazy numbers. But um, yeah, I, I think that he said everything in such a way as to avoid saying outright what he did or did not do. And this is just a way to get a bunch of people to click on uh, his videos, which I don't know. I just can say I fumbled a uh, professional athlete and I'm going to post yeah, a picture. It's, it's just like, if it's a bait, it's a great bait, but uh, where are you going to go after that? Because your content's mm-hmm. not going to hold up the audience that you're trying to get. Well, yeah, like for, the, be, for the see. amount of views he's got, he's only got 6,000 followers because yeah. he doesn't have anything else to offer that's interesting. He's going to have to pretend to date a lot more celebrities to build yeah, a following. Exactly. I will, say, like, <laughs> I will say some of these comments are funny, though, that you could just say in general. Ultra, gla- ultra galactical generational fumble, brother. 59,000 likes. Why? Um, they need to create a college course to study this fumble. This may be the fumble. And, you know, nobody wants to fumble somebody that they very much cared for, maybe had a romantic future with. I mean, well, I've learned don't don't dwell. You shouldn't dwell on that or you'll go crazy. Then you turn into a, um, a villain. But um, this is just nuts how popular this is coming. And if he's making a fool out of everyone, he worked. Or he could just tell the story as well. Some why would he? I, I saw him respond to a comment and say that he posted a story time. Uh, I don't know if he actually did or not, but he commented and said that he was going to. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I was looking for that too. Where's the I story? Seen it. You liar! <laughs> oh, I he's yeah. What, <laughs> I'm trying to look through his account because he said I, I'll post a story time in ten minutes, but uh, I'm trying to find a post on that. Same yeah, it day. says that 19 hours ago. Ten minutes. Yeah. Are up. <laughs> Kosh Bunny, if that's your real fake name. Hey, may, you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe Billy saw it. Bunny. Maybe Billy saw it and is rekindling their relationship. And now uh, it feels awkward. Right. So now <laughs> he's not going to post the story time. You know, this is actually a perfect transition because Billy Eilish is nominated for an Oscar this year for the movie Barbie. For that song, what was I made of? Which is hella deep. Can I see? Have we all seen Barbie? Kari, you seen Barbie? I have not. I have trouble watching movies because my uh, boyfriend falls asleep if something is longer (laughs) than an hour, and I usually only watch stuff with him. So, (laughs) Ryan, you've seen it, I know. I have, and I'll say, as a guy who saw it in theaters, 
I laughed a whole bunch. I bet you your boyfriend would at least be able to stay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a very I, funny movie. I really want to see it. I just feel like I've just been too lazy and I keep forgetting. But I've seen a lot of clips and I know the general oh, yeah. premise of the storyline. So have you seen it, Jose? Hell no. But I will because you gave me a list of Scooby movies that to watch. So. <laughs> well, for the Oscar. For the Oscars. For the Oscars yeah, Jose, come on. some great content for that. So. I'm mean, halfway through. I'll more than probably halfway watch through. it. God Same bless here. you. I probably got like three. I probably got three down, but I'll find out. Which three? Weekend. I know. I just want to hear which three so we can see how um, much you Leonardo have to watch DiCaprio. What's the list? Yep. You got to show me the list. We'll you saw the Killers new the one. Moon. The which one? Killers of Flower Moon. Flower Moon. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. I want to see that. That's a great one. You do have to watch that in an hour bits, three and a half hour movie. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just watch it while he's at work. <laughs> yeah, Killers. Yeah, you're. you're, you're um, I watched it on a plane late at night, and it, it it took a lot of strength to stay awake. Uh, <laughs> you know, I didn't know. I didn't know it was three and a half hours, and I started watching it at one a.m. And all I kept thinking was like, "F Matt." <laughs> hey, <laughs> if this was a two-hour movie, it'd be a masterpiece, but it's not. So yeah, that ended. Right. Well, anyway, we're getting off the the plot. Barbie, but I was just curious which ones you. Oh, Barbie! Yeah, yeah Barbie! I'll, I'll put that. That'll be that'll be done by Sunday. I'll yeah, watch a, if you want it, you have it's until March eighth. So, that's the oh yeah, uh, yeah. I'm trying to do like at least one every three days. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you for that. But anyways, regarding the Oscars, Oscar nominations were announced this past Tuesday. And um, you know, there was plenty of snubs, no Leo, no Iron Claw at all, um, and stuff like that. Barbie gets eight Oscar nominations, which includes Best Picture, Supporting Actor, and Ryan Gosling, as we mentioned, two original songs. What was I made for? Billie Eilish, um, I'm Just Ken by Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. We have... Um, America Ferreira as a supporting actress, adapted screenplay. But the big thing here is there were two huge snubs that genuinely is baffling and genuinely upset a lot of people, I think, both in the film community and outside of it. But the fact of the matter is that Margot Robbie doesn't get nominated for Best Actress and Greta Gerwig doesn't get nominated for Best Director. What about this outrage? Ryan, you actually saw the movie, so this is pretty insane, especially for a movie that was a big deal for the film industry. Again, helping people show that movie theaters are here to stay forever now, even the the genuine fear they wouldn't be a thing anymore. I think you could have, you know, do the diligence and nominate those two people, especially. And I will say, America Ferrer, though I didn't think she did very well, and clearly her big monologue in the movie, I think, got yeah, her the nomination. That's, yeah, that's got to be the scene that they were thinking of when they nominated her. But but the Academy didn't nominate those two, and people love Greta Gerwig especially. I'm, I'm, it's a big surprise. Record she gets an, a writing nomination, so it's not too much of a... Uh, of um, It's not as bad, but like really, really strange one that... You know, this woman, um, the first female director to get over a billion dollars at the box office, I think, and, and as I said, is a generally great movie. I liked it better than Oppenheimer, but um, you're very surprising they wouldn't have the Academy wouldn't um, give her the, the best director nomination. Yeah, I mean, that one to me was actually the bigger somehow that was the bigger deal. Like I do get, it's funny. Like the idea that the Barbie movie has eight nominations, but none of them are for the character of Barbie. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I do, I, I see the people who are angry about it, but like, you can have a very good movie whose main character isn't like Oscar winning uh, or Oscar worthy, I guess. Although I don't think that's the case with this. I think she should have been nominated. But I mean, Greta Gerwig, I mean, we, we always add the modifier of like the first woman to make over a billion. And I understand that men have done that before. But like the list of men who have done that isn't like that big it's not like men frequently make that much money and she's just the first woman to do it. Like she's in like kind of rare air and she did it without needing any superheroes. It's not a sequel. You know what I mean, we didn't, they didn't build an entire uh, streaming platform to funnel people in to see these movies like Marvel did with Disney plus. I, I don't know. I think that, yeah, the movie that she directed, is clearly the most successful movie of the year. It was nominated for Best Picture. I just don't see how she could possibly not get... I mean, there was another female director who got nominated, which almost kind of makes it sus to me. They're like, oh, well, we did our quota. We had a woman director. We don't need two. And I'm like, what? Just two. Like seriously, you can nominate more than one person, <laughs> right? Well, and honestly, if 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 it's really going to hide behind, well, we can only pick five. Says who? That pick has six. to change. Like, who cares? We have ten for best picture. I don't know. To me, the whole thing it it, it just reeks to me of the of a quota of they you no know, they they picked a woman. And they thought they didn't need to pick any more, so they chose not to. Uh, what what woman director was it? Like for what movie? Uh, what was it? Um, the, um, not the theory of everything. Uh, uh, anatomy of a fall. Anatomy of a fall. Yeah. Uh, which I it's a German, German and French film. I know Jose's gonna love mm-hmm. that one. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised if they were like trying to. It's an English the, They're trying to like do their quota meet that they wouldn't pick the. Uh, like the blatantly, I guess, more popular one. Well, that's, yeah, that's right? also strange. Like, cause I was just thinking about it. Like, obviously we watch a lot of them, but you know, when you ask people on the street to like name an Oscar nominated movie, not a lot of people know they have a hard time, but like everyone knows Barbie. It was the most popular movie of the summer, full stop of the year, full stop It's, you know what I mean? Like, Everyone knew about it. Everyone either wanted to see it or because, you know, the internet sucks. We're, you know, vehemently against seeing it, but whatever. Like, everyone knew about it. It was very popular, very well-known, very well-received. So, yeah, I would agree, Cara. Like, it's strange that if they were doing a quota thing, they wouldn't pick Greta Gerwig. But it's only thing I could think of, because otherwise, <laughs> why not? Like, there was yeah. there's no logical reason other than they only wanted to I pick have, one, I have and one, they didn't. I have one reason. Are you sure you have one, Jose? Before you talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, when you but... went to go see when you went to go see at the movie theaters, did you wear a pink shirt? Uh, no, I had a yellow shirt on. <laughs> well, that's why she didn't get the dom. <laughs> My yellow shirt? Yeah, you didn't wear. You're supposed to wear pink if you're going to go see at the movie and then take a picture on the <laughs> on, on that little stupid thing in the little box. So we did take a picture in the box. Did you really? That's gonna be a. uh, That's gonna be a. Wait, in like twenty five years, that's gonna be like a big picture. Oh man! Yeah, we did take a picture. But you had a yellow shirt. Well, okay. Ken didn't wear pink the whole time. I will say I don't think Ryan Gosling 
did an Academy Award winning performance. I really liked it. I, just, I don't think it I, mean, win, I liked but... it, but like, I think the point, and there's the thing I've learned, especially being a big film lover, you can't, you make a good movie for the sake of a, telling a good story, not to win awards. That's the same, of course, is a nice added bonus, but that doesn't define a film. And Have you, uh, heard the term like Oscar bait movies. Oh, yes. It's so obvious. Like when a movie is just trash, but you can tell exactly what they were aiming for. Exactly. But Barbie was crazy because it wasn't. I'll just, oh, yeah. I'll, oh, since yeah. I saw it, like no. it was exactly, it was but an Oscar scenes, movie, but, but it wasn't definitely wasn't made to be an Oscar movie. It's just our boy Bradley know. Cooper is accused of that and we'll have lots to say throughout well, he, there. Yeah, he and he did do it, but that doesn't, <laughs> but it was still a good movie. Exactly. We need to be nicer to Bradley. He made a very good movie. I was very touched by it. It's my favorite that I've seen of the six that I've seen so far. And so, I'm being very serious here, but uh, but yes, no, that was an Oscar bait movie. He made it because he wanted to win an Oscar. Uh, what movie was that? <laughs> Maestro. It's on uh, Maestro. It's on oh yeah. my god! Yeah, where he like? Uh, how long did he study? Six Being years. Six years, <laughs> for, Six years to be for one conducting scene. Yeah, to do Which just was the one scene. It was very amazing. Good it really was you put the work and I, the only regret when I saw that is I didn't see that in theaters I would have broke down um, but yeah I mean that's gonna be a fun topic during this this season especially as the awards come out but I mean I, it is okay if you make an Oscar bait sure. film it's not it's not the worst sin in the world but at least if yeah. you make it sure it's good like you said it's, my, it's, I think it's, not, it's my, awful when it's my bad is good. Yeah. but Barbie is very good and Greta Gerwig like because not the director is not always the reason a movie does well or is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, no doubt, Matt, a big part, but Matt, cover your ears. Uh, but uh, no, but the director is not always the reason. But in this case, because of how unique that movie was, the the story, which in fairness is, I, I hope the story wins uh, as adapted actually, screenplay. Best, I hope it wins best adapted screenplay, truly. But um, like the way that it was just the way it was laid out, the way the story kind of unfolded, like there's a lot of things that the director did really well. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. This movie almost got canceled. The set design the looked really sick too. Like that I just definitely seen clips, would. but uh, some people have pointed out like little details, like uh, at the start of the movie when she's showering and there's no water coming out because she's Barbie. There's no yeah. water coming <laughs> out of her shower, obviously. Oh yeah. Toy. No. Yeah. They do little things like that. that. They do a lot of that. They kind of fly down. They don't really take the stairs. They just mm-hmm. kind of go down because if you're playing with a doll that you just move them down, you yeah. don't make them go down the stairs. There was tons <laughs> of stuff like that. And again, all and that's all like direction. You know what I mean? Like that's all the directors. Yeah. So I think that really, truly horrible. And she handled it so well. Like she wasn't mad about it, um, at least not openly. <laughs> Um, and you know she's openly yeah she's handled it really well so you know what maybe we're just being grumpy for no reason but no there's a lot of people up really upset oh i know they're grumpier than we are (laughs) we're handling we're handling it really well too uh in honor of greta's uh handling of the situation i love greta it was a great movie you should see it's on netflix and indeed she did it's called francis ha it's about a young 25 year old trying to make it New York, really great movie. It's in black and white though, so that for some reason pushes people away. Um, but it shouldn't. 
Well, Maestro's half in black and white too. So. Same with Oppenheimer, which will probably same with Oppenheimer because you have to know, like especially these academies, it's all politics and making you know the voters how you're campaigning for yourself. So yeah, it's whatevers, guys and girls. It's whatevs, but you can still enjoy the picture, and that's what's most important. And at the end of the day. As long as it tells you a great story, that's what matters. And awards come second. But regardless of being recognized by the Academy for certain things or not, Barbie is an amazing movie. Though they didn't get nominated for their respective categories, Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie made an amazing film that will impact lives forever. How do they do that? They did that by staying focused, and they worked hard for a long time to get this film made right. That's like me in life with this show, always striving to stay focused and work harder to accomplish my goals and help you, me, and anyone else who's trying to improve their life and their focus and achieve more with themselves. There's something we can all take. It's called Magic Mind, and that's something we can do to stay focused and to work harder. Ever since I started taking Magic Mind as a way to help improve my energy and improve focus on my busy life, I wound up finding the solution I needed with this great product. I started taking Magic Mind during my morning routine, and ever since then, it has made a big impact on my concentration and my energy. So I go to the gym every morning. That's how I start my day. I get up. I got to do my stretches. I got to get my cheating version of yoga in just to get this body all set and ready to go. But after that, I take my shot of Magic Mind, and I'm ready to go. I go about my routine, I do my workout, I then take the shower, and then bam, let's start the day. And getting that boost already from the start from Magic Mind, it's it's lovely. It's euphoric, and we're ready to rock and roll with it. And after taking Magic Mind for some time, I generally feel more awake. I'm not as sore as I usually am. And like I said, I'm more focused, and I'm I'm ready to go. And I have to say, it tastes very good. Nootropics help me get a lot done with my day. It's allowed me to be less stressed about my world. It doesn't have caffeine, so you don't need to feel about drinking your morning coffee or taking your pre-workout. You could replace all of that by taking Magic Mind because this stuff really works. And why does it? It's because it has these special ingredients that are used to reduce fatigue and anxiety, increases your body's resistance to stress, and improves physical and mental endurance, as well as help your mental clarity. I mean, I used to have a hard time waking up in the morning, but you know what? Ever since I take Magic Mind, hit that alarm. I hear that alarm, and let's take and let's get it. I would recommend Magic Mind because it really gives me that extra boost we all need in this stressful world. As I mentioned, it helps me physically, helps me mentally, and it gives me the clarity I need to live my best life. And why not add that extra boost to your life? and get fully focused like I did, and check out Magic Mind's website and get this incredible product today. We also have a link in the description below, but you can go, thanks to the Magic Mind team, you can go to the site, get up to 56% off your first description in the month of January, and go to the Magic Mind website and go to magicmind.com slash Jan Productive Conversation. That's magicmind.com slash Jan Productive Conversation and use discount code PRODUCTIVE20 to get an additional 20% off. 56% off, sorry, 55% off, 20% off after that. You get 75% off this product 
by simply going to magicmind.com slash conversation. Again, as mentioned, we have the link and the code in the description below on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And I just want to thank our friends at Magic Mind for making this all possible. And go get that product today and improve your life. Thank you to our friends at Magic Mind for making this all possible. So let's continue on and let's talk about Starbucks now, right? You don't need Starbucks with Matt because no, of Magic you don't. Mind. That's a set. You could replace that with the matcha. Tastes just as good, gives you that energy. But <laughs> see, even better with the great Ryan Page helping us endorse it. But a lot of people do use Starbucks, including some people who are very annoying. And it looks like there was a Karen out there, for lack of a better world, just berating the Starbucks employee, calling her names, going crazy. I don't know exactly where this happened, but it happened at Starbucks. And the audacity this woman has to just belittle this, belittle the the kind baristas and just thinking she's the best thing ever. And clearly you're going to get videotaped and clearly you're going to go online to look like a damn fool. And look what happened. I bet if I'm pretty sure a lot of people recognized her and her work probably wasn't happy. Her family probably wasn't happy or her friends. Like, what is it with these people, whether you're a Karen or you're just some jerk? And the fact that just people talking down to people who work in food services and retail, it's a joke. And this is exactly why the joke keeps going on. And usually if you see specifically a woman, usually like a or usually if you see a woman berate these people, that's why the word Karen is a thing now. It's amazing how many people go into that stereotype like why do people feel they can speak to people like this it it really is upsetting i think just in their brain they assume that minimum wage worker minimum wage job easy i could do this i could do this so easily why is this so hard for this stupid person i used to be a cashier at a grocery store and i just had like so many bad experiences with people and Mm -hmm. there was just there's no reason ever to act like that I don't know. I mean, and you can just see how old she is mentally by the way she slams her hands onto the, uh, I don't know, onto the till repeatedly like a child throwing a tantrum at the end. Seriously. Uh, Yeah, exactly. And I feel it's amazing that this person didn't have the wherewithal to know, wow, I look like a Karen. I'm screaming at this, as you mentioned, a minimum wage worker. There are people who are going to clearly videotape me. But yeah, I'm going to keep going at it and reckon she clearly wasn't in the mental or emotional state to stop herself. But this is just so it's unnecessary. not illegal to yell, Matt. Not illegal to yell here. That's what is she that said. what she was saying? There were like three lines yeah, of she hers that I that. just could not understand. I have a question unrelated to this this woman, because it's, I mean, kind of related to this woman. Do we feel bad for people named Karen? Oh, Not yeah, who he, act like a Karen, but they're just their God-given, I guess God didn't do it, their parent-given name <laughs> uh, is Karen. I just kind of pity them a little bit. <laughs> Somewhat, yeah. I mean, I know yeah. my, my brother's friend's mom's very sweet woman. She's named Karen, and her she's cursed for life. Um, <laughs> I remember I've, I've, I've seen people on, girls on dating apps named Karen, and that's the first thing they see in the description. Not a typical Karen. I know, I know what my name <laughs> says, but... <laughs> 
Uh-huh. Yeah, I do. I do genuinely feel like, man, this sucks. (laughs) Sucks I don't really think there's going to be many Karens born anymore. (laughs) Seriously. Can you imagine? Just the curse name. If the name goes extinct. If Karen, the name goes extinct, that we just no longer have Karens running around because everyone collectively decides to stop naming people Karen. So that way we can use it more effectively to describe a person's attributes. Uh, anyway, uh, I just I was curious because yeah. I think about that every time these videos come up and they keep coming up and they're going to keep coming up uh, because, of course, they are. Um, I just I always think, like, what if your name is Karen and you're in that store? Right. Do you have like do you feel like a kinship or not a kinship, but rather like do you feel like a responsibility to like go up and be like, you're making me look bad? I, I don't know. But um, clearly, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's uh, but yeah. I wish I could say this. I got nothing really to say because what is surprising about this? This is like the umpteenth time we've seen this scenario play out. Uh, the the people behind the counter didn't look all that rattled. So this is not their first uh, encounter. It was an nice to customer. see the. Uh, it was nice to see the whole shop um, just laugh and have a a nice ball with it when she left. Right. Well, because at this point, the only good news about this being so common is that when it happens, everyone can kind of like it's a little treat. It's yeah, a little exactly. TV show. Right. It does make, it does take the power away from the angry people and give it back to the, everyone else who's trying to enjoy their day. Um, but yeah, I wish I could say anything other than this is the same old, same old people need to start treating each other better. And this is just an extension of that complaint, which we talked about at the beginning, which we talked about on previous episodes. It all comes down to just a lack of a lack of basic understanding when dealing with other people. Mm -hmm. Couldn't say it any better, Ryan. You really couldn't say it any better. What about you, Jose? Are you a Karen uh, when you're out in public? Nope. But Matt will know. Me and Matt used to be cashiers together at Cole's yes, apartment store. <laughs> I dare a Karen to come up to me and cuss me out. Cuss that chick so fast and Matt knows it. Like I I've seen I've seen that before. But it's like the male version I, of Go ahead. Sorry, I, I was gonna say is the male version of Ken Karen Ken or is it like nah. Chad, Brad and Chad? I thought it was like nah. a Kevin. Kevin, Kevin, yeah, Kevin, Kevin, sounds- Kevin. <laughs> Kevin works. <laughs> I mean, I, when I was a cashier, I had this lady who would come through and she wanted her ba- uh, groceries bagged in a very specific way. And if I didn't do it, she would freak the hell out. It was my first day as a cashier. Apples came down the till towards me. She has one cloth bag and a freezer bag. All of her freezer stuff will fit in the freezer bag, but the apples won't. And I'm like, well, most people don't want their apples, apples in, in the, the freezer. freezer bag i so i didn't do that i put them in the other bag and then she just started freaking out calling me an idiot asking how i was even working why i'm working if i'm still learning i'm like what do you want me to do there's no space in the first place and then i had to go to the customer service desk and they're like oh yeah she's always like that just ignore mm-hmm. it much like, tell her not to fucking come in here anymore yeah i mean maybe she yeah maybe she should bag her own stuff yeah if it's gonna be that big an issue yeah, seriously. There's a reason why we have self-checkout now. Oh, man, what a joke. And uh, Jose, yes, Jose, I, I, I look forward to so many times you, customer service and stuff. I mean, it's hilarious. <laughs> and my, oh, when I, especially working at Kohl's, I, my mom was literally like, how are you going to go into Kohl's or any store and get mad? 
I'm gonna go in here and and my day is upset. I'm I'm now upset because of something that happened at this department store or grocery store or electronic store, hardware store. Like it's so all these issues will get solved. It's very I think it's genuinely impossible for your issue to not get fixed. So I worked I worked at a bar. I was bartender, so I wasn't I didn't work. I worked in the back mm-hmm. at retail. At Marshall's, but I was never like customer facing. I didn't get customer facing until I was a bartender. And no one is ever mad at the bartender because, you know, you you bring them beer and stuff. So, yeah, exactly. No one's ever mad at a bartender. But uh, so I I can't, unfortunately, I can't relate. I can only go by the horror stories I've seen online or heard from you, from you all today. You're lucky because if you worked at customer service, all you're bringing is bad news by telling them that you can't accept their returns. Yeah, exactly. Oh and then you're and then God, you're the yeah. bad guy, and you're somehow the devil. Or yes. I remember one person bringing in an old navy coupon. <laughs> I say this is old navy. You wouldn't believe the the anger. And here's the thing. I mean, geez, well, certain coupons were just were just the worst introduction, and and um. I remember working at another store. Somebody brought this coupon. They didn't get it. The police happened to be there <laughs> dealing with a shoplifter. And they literally reported to the, I, they wanted to accept my coupon. Arrest. Like they had the audacity to thank them. <laughs> and the cop, you just saw like, I, I'm really doing this. I guess I'm serving the public, which is the point of my job. But And but I had like- this white lady with the Karen haircut get really pissed off that I wouldn't accept her coupon for some like chicken breast. Uh, She freaked out at me, said that they would normally accept it. I I was a new trainee. I'm not going to do anything against the rules. Yeah. And then she left and this guy walks up after her and he looks at me and goes, well, she was a horrible, disgusting woman. I was like, nice. Thank you. (laughs) Seriously. There is. There's so much worse things going on in the world. Don't have coupon. your day ruined because <laughs> you can't coupon. get a coupon. You can't get a return. Say, almost, you, you return this seven months later. I'm sorry. Or that you can't get your way. And oh, man, the things I, I would want to say right now. But <laughs> I have to say, I have to hold off. But it's crazy Someday. how these customers, how they're, they, 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 really, they would really rather you have your health be in jeopardy so they could get ahead and get the discount. Were, were, were you there when I was going to fight a Ken in the parking lot? Because I didn't, I didn't accept it. Cause it was at 10. It was like our store closed at 10 o'clock. <laughs> when it's 10 o'clock, Matt knows I shut all the red. I was the supervisor yeah. in the front. I shut the bad boys. <laughs> done. This old man tried to come in and try to buy some fruit of balloon underwears at 10.05. And I'm like, it's too late. Got to come in the morning. So he started cussing me out, telling me it's some Nazi stuff. And I was like, well, you want to take it outside in the parking lot? We can go do that. Can you just imagine, <laughs> man, I got punched in the face. Because I couldn't make this work at Kohl's. Yeah, I now I have a bruise. To, yeah, I couldn't buy underwear tonight. I had to buy it tomorrow. And so now I've been in a fight. <laughs> Man, this stuff, it's its its, it's, an, it's a joke. It really, really is. I, I'll tell you a story after um, we're recording. That's the only time I'll ever say that because that's the worst on a pod. But I just have to share this one story <laughs> a little later, though. Um Okay, now let's talk about the other football story, which is more kind of funny. And Ryan, you're going to actually like this. So we are amongst the NFL playoffs. We're at 
towards the very end of the season. The Sunday's conference championship weekend. So you have the two best teams in the AFC going at each other, the two best team in the NFC. And the winner of those are going to meet in the Super Bowl on February 11th, right? Yep. So ever since in the last couple of years, the NFL has released the Super Bowl logo, right? They usually represent usually represents the city they're in. And um there's been some hilarious coincidences. They've only done this three times now, right? So let me let me try to get this. I don't spoil it right now, right? So as you see last year, right? You guys can see in Los Angeles, they had they just so happened a year ago. They released colors to the logo. That's the thing. They used to not do colors. So a year prior, the year prior, they released in 2021, orange and white and blue, which both happened to be the Bengals and the Rams, Cincinnati Bengals, Los Angeles Rams, and they just so happened to play in the playoffs. The next year, they did green and red (coughs) for the Super Bowl in Arizona. And it wound up being the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, reckon I can see how it's not completely green, but it's green enough, apparently. And now it just so happens here. And let me show you now. Right. It's blue and red. I'm guessing. I don't know. No, it's Wait, purple hold up. and red. Purple and red. And what's happening? There are two teams that are left that have purple and red colors. You have purple, the Baltimore Ravens, who are favorite who are a favorite in their game, and then the San Francisco 49ers, who are a favorite in the other game. This logo was released a year ago. Again, the NFL is its own worst enemy when they want to say there's no script. And I don't think there's a script. I really don't. I cover the NFL week after week after week. I watch all the games. But this is the one time, like, okay, this is weird. You just so happen to have these two teams left. (laughs) And um, like, what are we doing here? This is strange. Somebody has to point out that something's something's up. I feel like it's got to be a coincidence because if they're uh, like if it's scripted and they're being legit, then I feel like that's way too like upfront. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's so obvious that there's no way. It's got to just be like a really funny coincidence. There are people who who disagree. I do think it's a coincidence too, but it is it's it's insane. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I don't actually think it's a coincidence. Oh but really? I, For the first we have riot cons- conspiracy riot. No no no, 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 no. As much as I would love the script to be real, I, I prefer if the script is real. <laughs> but I don't think the script is real. What I do think is they probably sat down a year ago and said, "All right." Who are the two best teams in our, you know, if we had to guess who are going to like, what are the two best teams going to look like or just spitballs, like th- top five teams in the NFL this year, just kind of come up with who those might be. Then you look at those teams and say, all right, here's the color scheme we could do. That'll kind of fit with who we think is going to be there. I think they are intentionally trying yeah, I, that to makes get sense. the logo to match the teams. I don't think that's a coincidence. And the reason why I say that is look at logo number two. The Eagles. That is not a solidly green color. It's <laughs> like a pretty said, light green. green. It's just part of the green, so it counts. We might honestly say it's dolphin green, if you want my honest opinion. And I know the dolphins were like like the what's that called? Like the Eagles. The Dolphins were considered one of the better teams last year. To me, like 
I don't know. Like again, at the beginning of the season, I think they probably sit down and say, who are like the five teams we think we're going to have to like cover extensively this year. And they look at it and say, all right, cool. These are the colors that kind of fit with those teams. And they come up with a logo from there. I mean, when you look at it, like the teams that have been doing well this year, um, red goes with the, the bucks who are in the playoffs. It goes with the chiefs who are still technically in the playoffs. Purple's, Purple is very specific, but I think everyone's known for quite some time that the Baltimore Ravens are going to be a force in the league. So, you know what I mean? I think it's more or less they just have a really good uh, – the marketing team has a really good knowledge of their product, and they're trying to come up with logos that are going to kind of fit with who's going to be in the game, and they've just done a good job so far. Jose, I want it to be scripted, Matt. I prefer it to be scripted. <laughs> I'm going for the underdogs for both games. So, <laughs> but, but, but what, what about the theory, though? Well, in fairness, that would make I, it wrong. And yeah, okay. And so I, you you like you I, want I, you want um, I want so, Eminem versus Taylor Swift. That's what I want. <laughs> which I will say would be hilarious, but I I don't want that. I want Eminem versus Stavros. Stavros, what's his name? You know him, the the comedian. I think I know who you're talking about, but no, not really. That's who you picked out of Baltimore, though? Who's who's famous for Baltimore? I don't know. A bunch of people, right? Ray Lewis. Well, you tell me. That's a little different. He might have picked Uh, someone. (laughs) This guy. Oh, get the hell out of here. He's from Baltimore. He's from Baltimore. He looks like he's from Baltimore. Baltimore. (laughs) All right. Um, Stringer Bell. But that's that's literally a fake person. Um, <laughs> famous people from Baltimore. Adam Singer. Adam Singer. Who the hell is that? Famous people from Baltimore. Anna Ferris. Oh, there we go. Oh. Anna Ferris. She's not that yeah. famous. She's not that famous. Let's be real. Uh, anymore. So, neither is Stavros. Julie Bowen. Okay, Stavros is one of the biggest comedians right now. What? <laughs> Yes, he is. So just because you haven't heard from him, everyone else says we have Julie Bowen, David Hasselhoff. Ah, he's famous. Again, yeah, past his prime. Yeah, like legendary famous, but famous. yeah, Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. Uh, Penn Bagley. Say, hold on, pause a second. You say David Hasselhoff's not a legendary actor? No, no, he's no. more camp. He's not legendary. Legendary. All right, legendary joke. Let, he's yeah, just legendary. legendary in general. Yeah, he's inf- he's like, inf- an iconic, iconic yeah, figure. If, yeah. If I go to, yeah, right. If I go to Germany, sure. he didn't rob a bank. <laughs> um, Thurgood Marshall. There we go. But he did. So he can't. Yeah. Jada yeah, Pinkett Smith. That's right. He can't be there. Jada uh, Pinkett Jada. Smith. Jada and oh, Will versus Taylor. No. No. We, <laughs> yeah. you know, we, we got enough of that. John Waters. John okay. Waters. You don't know John Waters? I know John Waters. Okay, this would be funny because he's just hilarious. Louis Black. Is he alive? Yes, he's alive. Michael Phelps. But I don't see Bob. these people. I don't see these people actually at the games. Stavros actually goes to the games. Ah, uh, okay. So he will be there, you're saying? Likely so. Gotcha. Okay. I didn't well that makes more sense then. He's a fan that goes to all the games. But Ryan, like listen, the- let me tell you something. But yes, like Spike Lee, the next team. Let me tell you something. Next, yeah. They actually released next year's Super Bowl logo in New Orleans. And let me okay. tell you something. If this actually, these two teams 
should not be in the Super Bowl next Let's year. They it. have Let's low expectations, it. at least one of them. Maybe Let's one you it. might make a case, but everything has to go right. And then the other one, I'd be very shocked if they even make the playoffs because they're Let's probably it. getting a brand new quarterback and have a lot of rebuilding to do. The Jets and the Vikings. Is this your Super Bowl pick next year? Oh, heck yeah. Let's go. New York Jets and the Minnesota Let's Vikings. Let's get that script. Let's get that script turning. Let's get so that script you're saying turning. Aaron Rodgers, nothing will go wrong. Nothing will go wrong. And it's going to finally work out with that horrible coach. And Rodgers. Who's the horrible coach? You mean Super Bowl champion? <laughs> He's gonna win in New Orleans. Oh, now Ron, now, 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 now I love Aaron Rodgers because he could make this Super Bowl. I have not, said not, from not the beginning. Ago. As long as Aaron Rodgers doesn't ever talk, I'm, I'm super happy that he's our quarterback. Well, allegedly the NFL is making it up possible. If, if somehow the Minnesota Vikings and the Jets, two teams that have never won the Super Bowl, two teams that haven't been in the Super Bowl in oh, a very Jets long won. time. No, they have. Sorry, sorry. You're right. Yeah. Um, um, what? But they're so bad. It's like they did. It's been it. a long time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Vikings haven't been there since Super Bowl six, and the Jets haven't been there since Super Bowl three. So two hungry cities. If they somehow make this work, it'd be something else. Um, what do you mean? Well, Jets, could you admit? Wait, 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 I'll be wait. honest with Jets you, man. Not a hungry city. That's so scripted, too. They're what? both coming off the same injury, Kirk Cousins. And Aaron yeah, exactly. They're from exactly the same injury to wait, play each other in the Super Bowl the next year. <laughs> Tell you what, Matt, if that happens, yeah, hundred percent. It's all scripted. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I won't even lie. Hundred percent. You know, I will say the one thing about the scripted that you can make a case it isn't, and there's no such thing as sports gods, is in that fake punt that failed. They had Demar Hamlin who almost died. If he was the one to convert that fake punt and they somehow have Buffalo win, then that is some scripted stuff right there. <laughs> Anyways, funny stuff, right? Funny, funny stuff. Um, let me go with um quickly. Stephen A. Smith is back somehow making headlines. He was on Howard Stern saying he would like to debate Donald Trump. How much would we like this? Stephen A versus Donald Trump in a presidential debate. Well, is it? It won't be presidential because Stephen A is not running for president. Well, he said presidential debate on the show. Well, yeah, I'm like, sure he did. Can, uh, can yeah, somebody it debate? It didn't sound. Yeah, it didn't sound presidential. I think he just said that he wanted to like have a shot at debating him. Yeah. I don't know who. I don't. I don't really know like anything about him because I'm not super deep into sports. But I mean, he's very charismatic guy. It would be an interesting television thing to watch. I don't know if we. I don't know that anyone would be better off for having heard it. I think <laughs> any Trump debate is a funny, entertaining television well, yeah, well, watch. Yeah. When Stephen A, I like better than Donald Trump, if, you know, spoiler. Um, like, uh, he's also, he, like Trump, is kind of brash. You know, he's definitely got a, a personality on stage when he talks. So, yeah, it would be an interesting thing to watch. But in terms of, like, people learning anything tangible about any of the people involved or, you know, God forbid we do a debate about something important once in a while. Uh, Yeah. That won't happen with the, have to be like turn brain off, get drunk, have fun kind of thing. Sure. I mean, it'd be fun (laughs) to watch someone make fun of Donald Trump for like two hours. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't mean like the way we do it now on like on the news. I mean like the way Stephen A will do (laughs) 
I mean, what did Stephen A, all the things Stephen A called Jason Whitlock absolutely apply to Donald Trump. So, he did the same thing. <laughs> this stupid fat moron. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, yeah, that would be fun, but I wouldn't, I don't need it to happen. Uh, I, I definitely am not, I'm, I'm lower on it than a lot of people online seem to be. Okay. Okay. I hear that. I think maybe just because they haven't also, or Trump hasn't had a debate in quite a while, right? Yeah, you keep like, skipping them. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are also just like, I just want to see it. It's been a while. <laughs> I don't know why we want to do that to ourselves. The last one was horrible. So why don't we now just do the last story and then we'll do some questions. Perfect. And Sports Illustrated, a genuine magnet at one point, was the biggest publication in American sports. It was announced uh, last week that the Arena Group, the conglomerate that owns Sports Illustrated, is was laying off their entire staff completely. The entire publication's editorial staff is gone. The only people who are left are a few online writers and bloggers, but it seems like the smoke is in the air that Sports Illustrated is about to cease operation cease operations sports illustrated is going to be no more within the next year maybe a couple years it's gone and you know a lot of people that magazine meant a lot to a lot of people i certainly loved it i grew up with it i got sports illustrated kids taking out the posters that the um was in the magazines to put on my wall and stuff i loved it but the big thing here is and reckon i guess people have noticed for the last decade that magazines are pretty much going to be a thing of the past, if not already. There's no more Lifetime magazine. Uh, Playboy doesn't publish anymore. Um, ESPN magazine is completely gone. Um, there's only Time magazine left and Newsweek, but again, mostly online. Like magazines and newspapers, see ya. All online. And yeah, isn't that something, guys? I mean, when I worked at the grocery store, we had like the whole stand of magazines in front of every single till and every single one was caked in dust and had been there for <laughs> I, we, we never sold magazines, um, yeah. just the occasional newspaper. But I used to yeah. love reading magazines. I well reckon yeah. I'm part of the problem because I would get them on my iPad. But <laughs> when I uh, went to my mom's work, she used to work at a like a car detailing like decal shop. She used to bring me there sometimes. They always had mm. Sports Illustrated, and I used to steal the uh, pictures of the pretty chicks. Magazines. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd no take more, them home with me. <laughs> no more super. No more Sports Illustrated swimsuit yeah. model. Yeah, no I was going to ask Jose about that. I was just we just going <laughs> to dive into it. Jose, how are you feeling? Well, I was gonna say I was just like Matt, but I said Sports Illustrated kids. I'll take the Sports Illustrated swimsuit and put it all over my wall. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, uh, I got point, like you got like porn sites now. I ain't gonna really worry about yeah. Sports Illustrated. Like, I mean, yeah, I do feel bad for Sports Illustrated that so many of its readership was using it for that reason. Uh, but don't you want to learn about? Don't you want to learn the profile of the model and how they were able to become a big success in I, their career? No, I want to learn their different <laughs> positions that they, they show off. That's what I want to learn. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, Matt. I've bought exactly two Sports Illustrated in my life. They are both swimsuit editions. They were both when there I was a teenager. Go. And I did not read the, the the profile on the cover model of either of those two issues. So you didn't I'm read actually... 
You didn't read Peter King's op-ed, you know, Monday morning quarterback? Well, I did read Sports Illustrated articles, but I did so online, (laughs) which is, again, why the magazine is is going away. Uh, I do hope – I hope that the – I hope that it disappearing doesn't mean the whole thing goes away. I hope they figure out a way to keep the smart, like, writing and, like, the feature length you know, dives into athletes and their careers and all that uh, in like a blog format or an online format. But I don't, it's not going to be worth nearly as much as it used to be. And I think that that's probably going to spell the end of Sports Illustrated until somebody someday with a lot of money decides to buy the IP and reframe it at a loss. But isn't um, that the reason why they're not? They going out of business because they don't they don't own the IP anymore. Yeah, it also says here they missed their quarterly licensing payment. That yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. Oh. That's the, that's that's the yeah. real reason why they're going out is because yeah, they couldn't even pay for. Man, well, you know what, Matt? You should save up a couple of dollars, bring that back for us. There we go. Who's, who's gonna read it? <laughs> it's productive. The productive nation. We're gonna crowdfund. There you go. Do a GoFundMe so Matt can be the new editor in chief. Sports Illustrated. Hey, Matt, I'm a writer. I will, I will, I will, I will absolutely jump in that project. If we get it crowdfunded, GoFundMe for Sports Illustrated, I will 100 percent be your uh be your your lead writer. And we'll we'll build it from there. <laughs> it is something to think about in the future. All right. So let us now continue to our questions and let me ask some of the deep questions of our life. So one question I have, can girls and guys who are single and start out platonic be truly best friends? It seems either A, they do wind up together, fall in love and be happily ever after, you know, helps the ideology, I married my best friend, or one person has feeling, (laughs) or one person has feelings and the other doesn't, then they break, their friendship because you know one can't you know do that or you know one will might see their other friend get married and they say they're happy but deep down you know they say f this so here's the question guys and girls can guys and girls be best friends like truly 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 be best friends i do think the answer is yes as long as there is no attraction whatsoever I think I think like you can find your friend attractive, but at the same time, I would say yes, but it's definitely the minority. I think in most cases, like if you're best friends and you're single, you're probably going to get together. Yeah. Um, and I feel like a lot of times too, this I don't know if this sounds kind of shallow or something, which is like I feel like what you witness. Um, people of similar attractiveness kind of tend to hang together, even as friends or partners. Like, I don't tend to see, like, a lot of, like, really hot girls friends with ugly guys or a lot of really hot guys friends with ugly girls. But, like, I have guy friends that I've been friends with since high school, and we've never had feelings for each other. Mm -hmm. But, like, I mean, I can recognize that they're a good-looking guy, but I would never... Yeah. You know, I've been single, and I never hit them up when they were single for that reason, but... I, I definitely think it's a minority. I think in most cases you'll end up getting together. I think so too. And you know, they're one of my favorite lyrics from a Beatles song, Baby You're a Rich Man. The song opens with this How does it feel to be one of the beautiful people? Now you know who you are, what you want to be, 
And have you traveled very far? Far as the eye can see? It's kind of like that. You're right. Usually, people who are attractive genuinely hang out with each other. Um, people who aren't hang out with each other. Or it's mixed. Um, yeah. But It's just, I'm just going off of like averages of what I've Exactly. Witnessed. But most of the time, you're right. I do think that that's pretty accurate. I mean, you, you and Ryan Jose, you agree? I think it's possible. I understand yeah. that I didn't, but I do think it's possible. <laughs> well, you were people. best friends with your wife. Yeah. So I understand that I actually am evidence <laughs> against what I just said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, me and my wife were best friends, and then we ended up getting together. Then after getting together, we ended up, you know, staying together, and now we're married. But Exactly. Uh, so thank you for proving the point. But I do think, <laughs> even okay. though I couldn't do it, I do think other people can do it. I mean, every friend I've had before sure. that I, or every person I've dated before my current boyfriend, I was friends with them first before dating. So, exactly. Uh, I, I do think you could be friends and, and just leave it as friends. I've had friends mm. I still do that are that are female. Obviously, yeah. obviously, being married is part of it too. Yeah, like my boyfriend's then. got female friends as well, and I'm not uncomfortable in the slightest with any of them because mm-hmm. you know. So I think it's possible, <laughs> but it does happen. It does. You're right. It does happen a lot that. You know, friends end up dating. Yeah, which I also think is normal, and it's okay exactly. to expect that in a way. What do you have to say, Jose? Well, uh oh. One of my best friends, we still smash like every blue moon, <laughs> and she's happily married. Oh. So. <laughs> Did you just say no, that? I mean, yeah, I'm not going to put a name on it and put it black. You heard that too, Ryan and I heard, I, I've said nothing. I'm listening so, and just soaking so, it in. We're best friends. We we just smash from time to time. Call it a day. Hit every blue moon, she's in Connecticut. All right, what up? You, you, what are you, practicing sex or something? I mean, she probably has a boring sex life, but she's happily married. So, I mean, I guess. But if she was to leave her husband and say that she had feelings for you, would that change anything? No. I would, hell no, she a cheater. Yeah, what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. I Me do and my think, friend. I will say this. I'm going to I'm gonna up Matt's question slightly. And I don't want to say agree with Jose. I really don't. But I don't necessarily know that two friends... Like if you're a friend, if a guy and a girl are friends and they do sleep with each other every once in a while or whatever, or even just once, like I don't necessarily think that that has to end a friendship. I will agree with that. Like, I mean, I don't think that, oh, we've done this thing now. We have to figure out what we are. I don't know that that needs to be true. Yeah, I think it's just how sentimental you are about about sex right. in general. Yeah, yeah. The friends I with benefits. You know, you know what, yeah. but you know what also is from my relationship with her. I wouldn't even call it a relationship, friendship with her. Is we dated, we dated a couple of times, and we both knew it wasn't going to work. So we're not the type to be like, all right, we're both the same people for the last fifteen years of our life. Right. And yeah. yeah. It, was, it looked like even if you some reason had a divorce. Ain't like we're gonna work a third time, and we're kind of yeah. Fair. We're at we're at, we're at the point mm-hmm. where it's like we're like we're in our th- well, she's in her mid thirties, and I'm about to be forty. I was like, we're just having fun with it. So, I mean, the only 
the only thing thing that would probably change if she got divorces, oh, I'll probably smash just that once every two months, and maybe it's gonna be once every <laughs> two weeks. More now. frequent. Yes, yeah, so that's pretty much it. But yeah, well, I, I just think we, to to your point, Jose. Like, I don't think that being friends excludes that activity from happening. Yeah, it's so you it, really it, it's just how sentimental you are with yeah, sex. Absolutely. I, I, like I've never, that. I have never had sex with a friend because I just. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. But like I have friends who have friends that they fuck all the time. So. Right. It's, it's yeah, it's a personal thing. And I think yeah. it's totally friends awesome. with benefits. Yeah. Right. So I say practicing sex at that point. <laughs> I mean, it's nice to give your hand a day off. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I have another question. When somebody who doesn't answer you for a long time, and then they respond with, sorry, I was sleeping. Is that the biggest lie ever? Usually, how yeah. How long? How long? Yeah, how But post- And it also depends on the time of day. Yeah, time of yeah. day, yeah. They hit post- you up at like 5 p.m. when you message them at 8 a.m. And they're like, my bad. And I was asleep. I was sleeping. Yeah, yeah, I was sleeping. They weren't asleep. <laughs> that reminds me. I remember an old friend showed me. He t- somebody texted him. <laughs> Happy Happy New Year, right? <laughs> January 2000, January 1st, right? And we're at a New Year's party throughout the year. And he responds back, sorry, I was sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> a year? Yeah. It the whole year. <laughs> he was sleeping for a year. <laughs> I feel like if you, like, I don't think anyone should be expected to respond right away. Like, I don't like responding back and forth with people immediately, but mm-hmm. all my friends know that, so... If I message them five, six hours later, they, you know, I don't say sorry, I was sleeping. I just respond. <laughs> well, I think that's the actually the key. I mean, it, it definitely doesn't work with everybody. Like, I know personally, I know people who I can text slower and people that I text faster. But yeah. don't even come up with an excuse. Honestly, yeah. my, yeah, my, just, my just head, text. like, if you have a text, like, I mean, I'll just say for Matt, especially when we're like on show days, if we're talking about topics or whatever, and I'll get like, like three, like lengthy things about what we're supposed to talk about. And I haven't seen them in like three mm-hmm. hours instead of being like, sorry, I, you know, I didn't see it. I'll just, just read it and then yeah. just respond. And so it'll be three hours, but like, I was like, whatever, like, he wanted a response on this. So I'm going to send a response on this. So I think that like, you don't, don't lie. Certainly don't lie. And also don't, you don't even need to be like, oh, I was busy. Just be like, just give the, pe- exactly. the person what you yeah. want. And and if they have an issue with like the amount of time it takes you to respond, you. you should be good enough at communicating to say, Hey, yeah, they'll tell you. <laughs> they'll just, tell you. Yeah. yeah they'll you do what you gotta do. I think uh, maybe it's a little bit different if you have upcoming plans with someone or if you're dating, getting to know each other kind of deal. But other than that, like if it's friends, if it's family, you know. Don't stand someone up for three hours and then just be like, here. Yeah, I was was sleeping. I was sleeping, my bad. (laughs) Exactly. um, Just two quick questions that we'll wrap it up. One, you know, I heard this today and I found it hilarious from a radio host, right? You know, when you're a kid, and you see like these, you know, people in costumes and stuff like Mickey Mouse or whatever. In like New right? York? No, 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 no. That's the no, like the actual okay. people. Like okay, gotcha. like you're at Disney World Disney. or gotcha. yeah. if you're at a if you're at a sporting game, if you're at a Met game, you see like Mr. Met. Yeah. Yeah, if you see a mascot. Doesn't it suck the day you and you're a kid and you find out that's just a person in a suit? I thought for a time they were robots. 
but um i, I like- thought they were like that like very smart robots i used to genuinely think that. <laughs> i knew like obviously that's not mickey mouse just jumping out of the, the tv screen but um yeah no I, I thought they were robots you actually thought they were you know i was there I mean, two like- weeks ago. i was there two months ago with mickey mouse i thought it was the real guy well, Jose, that's the problem then, because you just admitted your age earlier. So I have to check, I, uh, have to check that. Either I didn't have the the memories of that time, or I don't know. I feel like I was just new. Then again, like I was in an area I've never seen anyone in a costume ever. I never went to Disneyland or saw anything like that. But like Santa stuff like that, I never. Mm-hmm. Like I went along with it because I I just it's the holidays. It's a holiday thing, Santa Claus. But I never believed in Santa Claus. Yeah. 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 Actually, I started getting pissed off in fifth grade that my mom uh, kept pretending that I thought Santa was real. So I like snooped <laughs> for my presence mm-hmm. to prove to her that I knew that it was not real. Yeah. I remember when I found out Santa wasn't real, just the door was open to see my parents casually put it uh, on the tree. That sucked. I was in like the third grade. I remember, though, Ryan, there is a kid named Henry who is in the elementary school. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Obviously not, but there's a kid, Henry. Remember, he was like, Santa's not real in the first grade. I was like, no, <laughs> stupid. So you want to hear you want to hear something about that? It wasn't that kid, it was another kid like that. Mm-hmm. Matt Matt and me went to the same elementary school. Mm-hmm. The reason I found out Santa was not real, which was fourth grade, was because <laughs> I got I was like getting into a fight with this kid about it. And so but I kept my head. I wasn't gonna hit him first. But I was going to hit him. So I went home to my parents, to my mom and my dad, explained what happened, like the argument that I had. And I said, so tomorrow I'm going in there and I'm going to defend Santa Claus. (laughs) So you need to tell me right now if it's real or not. Because if I'm going to go out down swinging, it needs to be for the truth i wasn't willing to fight for a lie and so when my parents realized that they're, they're, like, you were I'm gonna beat a, ass in his i'm name. not an aggressive person either like that sort of way you know what i mean it's like when they, when i said that they realized like he's so totally serious he's willing <laughs> to throw hands for santa so we have to explain like the truth like we cannot let him go to school tomorrow believing in santa claus because it will end badly for either him or the other student they didn't even know who the other student was so like the student could have been like tall and bigger than me like there was no they had no way of knowing how this would end so they did tell me uh the truth so i didn't go to school and and defend santa like my like i planned to um (laughs) That's but, a uh, that's definitely a clip. That's amazing. I will say that for the the mascot thing specifically, um, what was it? Uh, I honestly never thought about what was happening with the mascot. Like mm-hmm. you just never, he was there. Just He's yeah, cool. yeah. yeah so I have was, a story yeah. about the line in that, and I promise you, it's gonna start pretty pretty dark. But I promise you, there's something good with this. <laughs> so, um. So my dad's a 9-11 survivor. He was there. He was right there. He came home with the ashes, right? So this happens when I'm six, seven, not really aware of what's going on, right? So this is September 01, obviously. Go to a bluefish game. Bridgeport bluefish don't exist anymore. So I see these things as robots, and I honestly was scared of them, right? I was scared, right? But then when I went to see the 
Blue Fish, Bluey, who was awesome. I, I wonder where those costumes are. I was like, man, these guys are cool. You know what? I'm ready to go to Disney World now. That's what I honestly thought. So I said to my parents, hey, I won't go to Disney World because I saw Bluefish and it's time to see Mickey, right? So here's the context of this. So obviously, dad goes through that tra- traumatic experience, right? So the way they thought to help, you know, ease and go back to normal, the first family Disney World trip, you know? I've been there three times. So I, it's kind of ironic 9-11 didn't happen. It might not have gone to Disney World, but... This is how my story went. And obviously, I thought me deciding, since Blue, Bluey's cool, you must be cool with Mickey, so you almost hang out the mascots. I go right. to Disney World now. But obviously, different circumstances. It's still funny and still with Disney. It was great. And I went again in like fourth grade, then high school, and haven't been back since. But it's crazy <laughs> how these things are on now. That you thought that you... It's planned your family's Disney trip. Essentially, and it was actually yeah. not you. <laughs> exactly. <at> uh, <laughs> exactly. So it's it's pretty funny how that all worked out. And um, yeah, the the and the funny the thing, the story got this, right? So the radio host said, um, sometimes you have to lie and it's okay. They said in a lie spot. The story was so he has this quarterback, Boomer Sice, and this guy called and say, Hey, do you remember my dad? He straight up said no. He's like, but in life, you got to, when you're younger, you, it's okay to say small little lies that won't hurt him. And he's used the example my daughter is going to have Elsa come to her birthday party, right? It's like elementary school. And the daughter asked him, hey, is Elsa real? And then he's like, no, no, she's not real. But, but she's coming to my birthday. What? Oh, I was just, you see, she's a cartoon and she comes out to life. To help, and hence why you have the Elsa costume. See, that feels more. That feels like a harder thing to sell than just Elsa's real. Yeah. I would just say if you're going to lie, be like, yeah, Elsa's real. But not oh, she's a cartoon spin, that becomes sentient to spin to it around. birthday parties. Yeah. So these mascots, yeah, they they have more of an impact than people think. And well, Jose, you just enjoyed your your last impact with Mickey and Minnie, as you said. It was amazing. Almost had forty. You still had fun. <laughs> that's all that matters right i heard that if you go to disney in the toy story land that if you yell andy's coming they're supposed to fall down Stay yeah silly. i heard that too yeah i didn't go to you know when i went to uh hollywood i told his uh where uh star wars was that and i you uh, mess with kylo ren he'll mess with you back like <laughs> All the Star Wars character Mickey Mouse Goofy was just a was dick to me. No, he was a dick. <laughs> Isn't it funny to see wow. like the human person like having a bad day? They're just standing like this in the yeah, Goofy he, costume. <laughs> yeah, he just What's looked at effort, me. Man? He just I walked up to him super smiley like a uh, forty year old guy coming up to Mickey like I mean I'm Goofy like we're about to take a picture I'm about to go and say what up to him and crap and he just freaking stared me down like his head going up and down and I'm like oh this guy's about to snuff me or we're about to take a picture one of these things <laughs> take that damn picture Goofy <laughs> oh man if I, I would one day... <laughs> sorry Jose okay. you're saying oh uh, one day I have it on video he looked like we were about to, we were about it looked like we were about to go throw hands. <laughs> if I was one of those characters, I would have so much fun with it. I would do these oh, crazy dances, and maybe I'm saying that now naive, 
Um, but I don't. They work long hours. It's a tough. It's a tough gig. Did you, especially the characters who aren't a costume, you have to just wear the makeup. Like there's this guy Vato and Viral now who looks like Chris Pat, like a doppelganger. Oh, I've seen that. (laughs) They said this Disney casting is brilliant. Oh yeah, he's really good. Yeah. They won't hire you if you don't look the right way. It's basically like a movie casting. Yeah. Exactly. I remember I met this guy. I don't remember. I mean, I met maybe met him at a party or something that he was he was Spider-Man at the Universal World. He shows me pictures of him in the locker room with the stuff on and stuff like it's hilarious. You know, that's that's what person we got to find. We got to find somebody to interview them who is one of those mascots and what that's like. A Disney mascot. You could probably literally post on Reddit saying you want to interview a uh, post like a Disney workers subreddit and say you want to interview a worker for a podcast. I remember I found this. I, there was this girl who did a Reddit AMA who was who was the Disney princess. And boy, you have your childhood ruined if you want to read that. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. They have a really it's a tough gig that they've got. But those people party, man, you have Cinderella and the literal <laughs> Prince Charming hanging out after or Mickey, <laughs> Mickey and uh Elsa or Mickey and Prince Charming. <laughs> yeah, or Mickey and Prince Charming or Spider-Man and Batman or um all those people hanging out. That'd be some world out there, but that wraps it up for today. Incredible stuff. Awesome job today, Kara. Um Kara for your first time here. Um on the tweet cap, Brian Jose, great job as always. Thank you. See you next week Thanks. and we'll see what happens with the this crazy world. See you, Matt. See ya. See ya. This is a very productive conversation. What a great debut for Kara, making her tweet cap debut. Jose and Ryan did great as always. And that to you, the greatest fans and listeners in the world, is another quality podcast and no doubt a productive conversation. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show across all social media platforms. One Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, X and Twitter at Prod Convo Pod, or on TikTok at Productive Conversations, and Facebook at Productive Conversations. So we're back at it next week. Three shows next week. We react to the Royal Rumble on Tuesday. Wednesday, we react to the Conference Championship Sunday. Oh, man. I am so excited for that. That is truly one of my favorite Sundays of the year. And we'll ultimately see who was in the Super Bowl. So big show with that on Wednesday. And then on Friday, we have another new tweet cap to review what's going on in our world but seriously, incredible show by everybody today. I want to thank Kara. I want to thank Jose Rivera. I want to thank Ryan Page for coming on the show today. I want to thank Dola Ren for what he does behind the scenes. And I want to thank you, the greatest fans and listeners in the world, for supporting us no matter what and being the very best fan pace a podcast can ask for. So my name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. And I'll be seeing you next week. Have a wonderful weekend. Be safe. And don't forget to check in on your friends and family. All right, we'll see you next week. Peace.